This is the Barbecue Central Show Archives. The Barbecue Central Show airs live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic temperature control devices and a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Visit them online at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by Big Papa Smokers, creators of fabulous rubs, online retailer of grills, accessories, apparel, and creators of their own barbecue contests. Visit them online at BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, creators of injections and rubs, sweeping the nation, doing well in competitions and in the backyard. You can visit them at ButcherBBQ.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, official jeweler of the Barbecue Central Show. Call 440-943-2700. And use key term barbecue brother when you talk to Steve or visit them online at stephendefranco.com. And by Green Mountain Grills, one of the best pellet grills you can get on the market today. Varying sizes, not only for your capacity of cooking, but for your budget as well. Visit greenmountaingrills.com for more information. And by El Diablo Mustard. Looking for a little bit of heat and flavor and regular old yellow mustard? El Diablo has you covered. Six different flavors to choose from currently. And you can find them at eldiablomustard.com and by cookingpellets.com. Have a pellet-driven cooker? Why not try out some of the best pellets on the market and will not void any of your warranties, by the way? Cookingpellets.com is the website. And by CookShack, a premier manufacturer of electric and pellet-driven cookers, giving barbecue classes located in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Always running some kind of a special deal. Check them out at cookshack.com. of Wine Library TV, a.k.a. WLTE, and this is BBQ Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. Uh, This is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rampy. Happy to have you aboard here for your Tuesday. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. Uh, 216-220-0966, your phone number. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Everything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. Coming up in about... 12 minutes or so from now, a sponsor of the show, somebody I like to have on from time to time to talk about barbecue and specifically their brand of cookers, 
Stuart Powell from Cookshack will be joining me. Excited to talk to Stuart. Uh, we have a big unveil coming with a new FEC cooker uh, that we're going to be spending the majority of our time talking about this evening. So, again, very excited to have Stuart on to talk about that and some other Cookshack stuff as well. Uh, then at 9.35, a guy who comes on the show every so often, uh, giving a review of the Warren County Pork Choppers barbecue class that took place this weekend. Midnight Oil's Steve Ray will be joining us from Ottawa, Tennessee. And uh, first time I believe we've ever actually had somebody take a class, turn right around and come back on the show to do kind of a, a full expose. I mean, probably not going to give away trade secrets and stuff, but you know, typically these barbecue classes are costing quite a bit of cash. And at the very least, besides some nice pictures, Steve will be able to give you some type of valuation on the class. And if it's something that if you have the expendable money or you're looking to get in some competition cooking classes, if this is one that you might want to consider as you uh, run down the road. So uh, Steve Ray coming up 935. Uh, then we will wrap up the first hour and special programming note, this show, one hour tonight. So we'll end it at 10 o'clock for reasons that I can't explain to you without being belittled, murdered, or otherwise. So uh, 9 to 10 tonight, quick show, uh, but we'll get all the sponsor reads in. Don't you worry about that. Uh, so yeah, very excited about the uh, first hour of stuff. So here's something that we're going to be talking about probably next week fairly in depth with the second Tuesday of every month guest, Meathead Goldwyn. And I don't know how publicized this was or maybe it wasn't publicized, but I got this email in the inbox four days ago. And it was from uh, Meathead himself. Uh, friends, family, teammates. Last week, I sold AmazingRibs.com. <laughs> this is great news, as I will explain below. But first, let me ally any concerns. Nothing will change. Well, maybe a little. We should grow faster. And my grand plans could come true sooner. Uh, but Amazing Ribs is now a standalone division of Rapari Foods. He is president of the division, and he answers directly to the CEO. Max and Chef Ryan, also employees of AmazingRibs.com division. Uh, Rapari, if you don't know, is one of the world's largest producers of pre-cooked heat-and-eat ribs, pulled pork, and other barbecue meats for grocery stores and retailers. Um, so that's who bought AmazingRibs.com. And... I think in a and we'll be able to get more insight from Meathead on this next week as far as what the thought process was there and who he decided to align himself with. I think if you go through and look at just the sheer traffic of AmazingRibs.com, it's mind-boggling. Anybody that has a website, porn websites, wish they had AmazingRibs.com website traffic, no joke. It's, it's mind-blowing. It's huge. It's extensive. It's far-reaching. There's a lot of time spent on-site. There's a lot of great value adds. Of course, the newly released Pitmasters Club, all that good stuff. And if you would recall, there was a piece done on 
AmazingRibs.com and one of the Chicago news magazines or business journals or something like that. And they had Meathead marked it uh, just a tick over half a million dollars in revenue a year. And I have sold a website nowhere near the size and, and value of AmazingRibs.com. And I know what I got. And to have something the size of Meathead's traffic, and uh, I'm sure they're evaluating how much money he's making every month on the website. Needless to say, and I'm merely making speculation here, probably got close to backing up two Brinks trucks. Yeah, it was probably a big hit. So let me say this to the people that want to jump down Meathead's throat and go sell out route and you're going to lose control and blah. Let me tell you something. As a businessman first, everything has a price, except kids and wives. Other than that, everything has a price. It's like the millionaire Ted DiBiase used to say, everybody's got a price. I'm sure Meathead wasn't maybe actively looking to sell it, but maybe Rapari approached him and they started to talk and get down a certain road and all of a sudden things are starting to make sense. And then cash comes into play. And not just cash, but what is the thing that I have labored over for years and years and built content and hired chefs and hired product reviewers and database makers and all these other, you know, the small family that Amazing Ribs employs. What's going to happen with that? What kind of control do I still have? It's not, you know, Meathead doesn't strike me as a guy that would just sell and push off and then, boom, he's out into the sunset, as he said here in this letter. Uh, he's going to still have the the control and and be in the in the day-to-day, I guess, of AmazingRibs.com. He'll be the president of that division. So I don't want to hear anybody say that Meathead sold out for money or he just this was a, all part of a grand scheme or anything like that. I mean, forget it. Meathead has the best interest of the backyarder at heart. And quite frankly, you know, if somebody was going to come to me tomorrow and said, hey, Greg, we love your radio show. Uh, we dig your concept. We like the format, all this stuff. But, geez louise, we sure could get a better host. We sure could get a better host, and we'll pay you $3 million to step aside. Guess what? I'm gone. Boom. I will absolutely... I will absolutely be on the way out, and there's no joke about that, my friends. Absolutely not. So, I, for one, am wishing Meathead Goldwyn a hearty congratulations, both uh, from a a, a friend and recurring guest standpoint, uh, but mostly from a business standpoint. As someone who never thinks profit is a dirty word, and the more profit, the better, depending on who you're talking to. To make a deal like this stand up and knock down is absolutely pivotal. And I think with the resources from somebody like a Rapari can only really help advance the cause of AmazingRibs.com. I don't think you're going to see any 
dilution of content or any loss of content, probably quite frankly, uh, much to the, the, to the antithesis of that. You're probably going to see a lot more content come up or at least uh, maybe not more, but the same quality content come up. So again, uh, Meathead Goldwyn, uh, congratulations to you and you will be able to enjoy the fruits of the labor, but still have the iron fist on amazingribs.com that you so rightly deserve to continue to steer as long as you want to. And then maybe there's uh, some bigger exit clause that nobody knows about yet. Show me the money! All right, Stuart Powell coming up out of the break. Now, folks, if you didn't know, Big Papa Smokers is the one-stop shop for anyone interested in barbecue, featuring a comprehensive selection of all American-made grills. Spices, sauces, accessories, and even a kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has made a name for itself by making an award-winning line of championship rubs. Their rubs have won almost every major competition barbecue event, including the 2012 and 13 World Series of Barbecue in Kansas City, the 2012 Jack Daniels Invitational, the 2013 Kingsford Challenge, 2014 Houston Livestock and Rodeo, and many more to come. BPS also banded together with fellow California-based barbecue rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offsets, defying conventional wisdom. These two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. They've even created two of their unique own competitions, King of the Smoker, which is a Battle of the best of the best in a back-to-basics style competition. King of the Smokers unique. And the contestants may not use any electric devices, such as pellet cookers or pit miners. Contestants are just allowed to use charcoal, wood, and their wits to win one of the most high-stakes barbecue competitions around. The other one, the guinea pig, that's another one that BPS has started. Cost-controlled competition that helps bring in newcomers to the world of competitive barbecue. Also features prize distribution all the way down. 10th place in each category, which helps provide incentive to get new competitors into the world of barbecue. On top of all that, Big Papa Smokers has created a unique band ambassador program, the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best of the best competition teams in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind that Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all this Within only four years of being in business, turning the competition barbecue world on its head, creating their own unique competitors and competitions, and being a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. Just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. That's right. All right, we're coming back with the man of Cook Shack, Stuart Powell, right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. 
Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right. Welcome back to this portion of the show. It is being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets. For all your pellet-driven cookers, visit CookinPellets.com for more information or to purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. And don't forget, not voiding any warranties, so just relax on that. Come on, call the mobile. There we go. Uh, Anyway... Amazon.com for cooking pellets or cookingpellets.com. Uh, my next guest is the head of Cook Shack and joins me every once in a while to talk a little barbecue. Tonight we have uh, some new things on the agenda that we will be talking about. So let's go ahead and uh, welcome back. Uh oh. All right. Hold on. Let's see. We'll try the mobile again. I get a little ringy-dingy in my ear. You don't hear it. Thank goodness for you. We'll try back again. Hopefully, it, we didn't get the Eastern Central time zone thing mixed up. That would be the worst. Hey, when that happens. It's going to be especially embarrassing when nobody shows up in the second hour, right? Absolutely. Uh-oh. All right. Well, we're going to get uh, some... Oh, email or uh, voicemail again. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I'm going to leave a going to leave a voicemail here. Just relay one for more options. Hey, Stuart, uh, Greg Rampy calling Barbecue Central show 915. Uh, just checking in for our segment here. Uh, feel free to give a shout back uh, so we can uh, get into it a little bit. 216-220-0966. And I will pick up. Uh, look forward to your call. That is Stuart Powell, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Hello. I don't know if anybody thought, I don't know if anybody saw this, but, you know, I'm not a huge Kickstarter fan. I mean, I understand that it's a good a good way to kind of well you're not indirectly asking people for money. You're getting a page and you're putting up prizes or bonuses or whatever it is. But my uh, friends over at Pork Barrel Barbecue are up to some tricks and tomfoolery and they are looking to kickstart bacon jerky by Pork Barrel Barbecue. That's right. Bacon jerky by Shark Tank's Pork Barrel Barbecue. Now you can eat bacon 24-7 with Pork Barrel Barbecue Bacon Jerky. It's bacon, but better. Really? A little bit about bacon jerky from the folks over at Pork Barrel Barbecue. They spend a lot of time on the road traveling the food shows, barbecue contests, media appearances, teaching the art of barbecue. And they love looking for the perfect snack to hold them over between meals. And it just so happens that they love bacon. I mean, who doesn't? Now, they don't always have their favorite cast iron skillet with them or time to fry up a slab of bacon. So they started thinking about how they could turn 
one of the favorite foods in the world into a convenient snack item that could be taken anywhere and carried in a pocket. Of course, a small bag or a purse, a glove box, all places that perhaps this could stash. Bacon jerky hit them upside the head. And who doesn't love bacon, right? I mean, they do. We know you do. So they've introduced a line of bacon jerky. And they have uh, three flavors. They have spicy sriracha. They have old-fashioned maple bacon jerky. And they have, wait, uh, honey pepper bacon jerky. Now, I don't know if old-fashioned maple would be tantamount to what traditional bacon would be like. But I have to tell you, uh, I am a little disappointed that they didn't pull out original bacon-flavored bacon jerky. I mean, people love bacon. They love bacon. All right? So, all right. Uh, joining me now, uh, Stuart Powell, ladies and gentlemen. Stuart, how are you, buddy? Greg, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing absolutely fabulous, Stuart. Appreciate you making time tonight. And, uh, no problem. Yeah, would love to uh, kind of get into the, you know, the new things that are going on over in uh, Cook Shack here, and uh, we'll certainly get into that here in just a second. But uh, before we get into that, uh, you know, if you could maybe bring us a little bit up to speed here on, you know, what the what Team Cook Shack has in store for the 2015 competition season and, uh, you know, where you might be striking first. Sure, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> we are, uh, our, our first stop will be over in Miami, um, Oklahoma, for the uh, Buffalo Run um, contest. And, uh, that'll be our, that'll be our first one of the year coming up there pretty quick. Uh, I don't know that we're ready yet, but we'll get there. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we'd really, we're, uh, we're planning on cooking about 12 events this year and, um, really want to get out of just the Midwest last few years. Seems like we just, you know, stayed pretty much so here pretty close to home cooking. So we're going to try to, uh, get out and about and, and, um, do a few contests out outside of our normal reach. Uh, Stuart Powell joining me here on the show. Uh, Stuart, you know, one of the, the most prolific cookers that you still see on the competition trail is the uh, FE100, and uh, I assume that's still selling very well into teams and, and backyards alike. And, and I guess, you know, what do you think makes that cooker uh, so popular? You know, I think what really makes that, that cooker as popular as it is, is, I mean, the, the first thing is just the consistency of the cook. So, you know, I always say, you know, if I can take one one piece of the equation out, why not do it? And so, you know, um, there's so many things that go into cooking championship barbecue. And if you have a cooker that cooks, you know, real consistent the same thing every time, it sure makes it an easier thing. And the FEC 100 certainly does that for you. All right. So the new thing that we're going to be talking about tonight is a product called the FEC 240, it has an IQ5 controller, which is, you know, kind of a, a new thing as well. Um, mm -hmm. What can you tell me about the the cooker, the specs, the ins and outs and all that stuff? And then I guess we could follow up or perhaps we should talk about this first. Um, you know, who who's this marketed to and, and where did the concept to come up with a, a 240 come into play? Sure. Um, I mean, the first the first thing is, is that, um, it was, it was really the item we needed to kind of complete the fast eddy line. So, you know, we had the FEC 100, um, which is a great competition machine, but not 
a great restaurant machine um, because restaurateurs, um, hate to say this to all these guys out there, don't take very good care of their equipment. Um, and so the FTC 100, you know, really needs to be taken taken care of. And, and um, so we came up with the FTC 120 to, you know, kind of resolve that. Um, and we do have some competition cooks that cook on the FTC 120, but the FTC 100 is really the standard for the competition world um, because with the fire pot in the cooking chamber, you can cook on that bottom rack, you know, really hot. Um, so you can finish chicken up on it really nice. Um, so the 120 was really made for the restaurant world, and the 240 is kind of its big brother. So it's stationary rack. Um, but the 120, we had some minor issues with how to move the air through that and really keep it nice and even throughout. And so we really took our time in developing the 240, and we'll roll that back into the 120 um, in the very near future. Um, but we really even the cooking um, grades out so that it's really dead on cooking, you know, through the unit. So you've got a stationary rack unit that cooks dead even and will hold 240 pounds of meat. So, and, and any configuration that you can get it in there, right? Yeah. So now, you know, some of the things that some of the design things that we looked at, uh, one was it had to go through a 36 inch door. Um, so it had to be able to roll into, you know, any existing restaurant right underneath their hood. Um, so that was one of the big, the big, you know, kind of things that we, that we worked on to get us there. Um, the other thing was it had to cook really even. Um, so, you know, the 120, you know, top and bottom racks are hotter than the middle. And the 240, we've really resolved that with the exception You'll always, in a stationary rack unit, um, have one shelf that cooks a little hotter than the rest, um, wherever you bring your heat in at. And so we'll have that on the top shelf of the 240. It'll be just a little hotter than the rest. But um, it's really, really close, and and um, you can really load it up and walk away and not have to worry about, you know, coming back and moving meat or turning meat and those kind of things. What kind of a pellet hopper capacity is on this thing? Uh, it'll hold a little over 40 pounds. Um, the whole idea is that you can um, you can cook for 24 hours without having to refill pellets. Um, so that way, restaurateur or a competition cook or caterer can load up their big cuts of meat at night, cook in it overnight. They come in the next day, they want to do their smaller pieces. You know, you go right into it. You don't have to refill a hopper. You don't have to mess with it. So that's the, that's the idea to that. And you know, our marketplace for this piece of equipment, you know, is by far restaurateurs number one. But, you know, a lot of competition cooks end up doing catering, and the 240 will be a great piece of equipment for that. You know, Stuart, when I go to a lot of barbecue places, I mean, rarely do I see, you know, the old stick burners out back or anything like mm-hmm. that, at least out here. Uh, I see a lot of the southern prides and the old hickories and you know these are traditionally propane and then they have a shoot for some wood for the flavor um how how are pellet cookers i guess just in general being accepted into the the barbecue restaurant market and and i guess how are you guys specifically seeing sales into the uh into that arena we see it continue to grow you know one of the things that's been really interesting about that is is that we see a lot of growth in europe um and 
in the pellet cookers, especially in Europe, because pellets are so well understood over there. Where here in the States, people don't understand pellets um, nearly as well. Um, and so there's more explaining here. And it's been kind of, it's been kind of interesting because we've seen um, the um, a real growth in sales in Europe. Not that we haven't seen growth in sales in the United States. But then that's kind of transferred back over to here, and we see um, more growth in the pellet cookers every year. And currently we have um, three pretty good-sized chains that are looking at them that um, you know are suddenly realizing, hey, this is the technology and this is the, this is the fuel source that we can take into the future. Stuart, what do you think the reason is that people across the pond can connect with, with pellets and it doesn't seem to be as you know, readily on the, on the mind over here in the States? Is, it a, is there a mix between you know, the home heating pellet and the food grade pellet, or does that not have anything to do with it? Well, not really, even though, I mean, obviously some of it is the fact that they're used to seeing pellets for home he- heating. Um, and also they burn a lot of pellets over there to make electricity and um, things of that nature. So I think the big thing is wood's not as easy to get over there. So um, if you want to do traditional, you know, hickory pit barbecue in in the UK, you have no hickory trees to do that with. And, you know, shipping a container of logs over is pretty tough. (laughs) Um, Probably pretty expensive too. Yeah, very expensive. So, um, you know, pellets, really make that an easy, an easy thing, um, you know, to be able to not have to worry about rodents, pests, you know, all those things. And, um, you know, we see more and more of that in the United States all the time where, you know, you have ash um, beetles that we had problems with, you know, a year ago where, you know, states are saying, even counties are saying, hey, we don't want your wood, you know, shipped across our line. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that becomes a major issue then. Yeah, we had uh, the emerald ash borer bug uh, incident over here in Ohio, too, and it was literally down to the county. You couldn't transfer yeah. wood in between counties, and if you did, I mean, it was like federal offense for real, and you were going to be in big trouble uh, with fines yep. and so forth. So uh, I, I guess, you know, to me, as uh, I'm a pellet lover, of course, um, converted, mm-hmm. but to have or to eliminate all that stuff and still be able to get, you know, a wood product and one that delivers good flavor – uh, and still be meeting, uh, you know, the food requirements and the safety stuff. I mean, that seems like a no-brainer to me, right? Yeah, and and we're seeing more and more people, you know, step up and say, yeah, it's, this makes sense, you know. And I mean, you know, the um, the other the other companies out there have done a really good job of, you know, marketing the fact that hey, you need this full log, and you know, we hear that, you know, on a daily basis. Well, I, I need a whole log. Well, you know, what do you need that whole log for? You know. <laughs> You're uh, you're leaving thirty to forty percent of it behind when you get finished cooking. <laughs> yep. So um, so it, you know it makes it, people are starting to really figure it out, um, and we believe that we're poised for some major growth in the next couple of years. Stuart Powell joining me here on the show. You can visit the website, of course, Cookshack.com, or you can visit PelletCooker.com as well. Two websites uh, that they have up for your viewing pleasure and uh, product review. Uh, Stuart, as far as the uh, 240 is concerned, um, obviously it's available for sale right now. Like, what kind of a, a price point are you uh, are you looking at on these? Uh, it's about eighty eight hundred dollars, so um, a little under nine thousand. And, and then, um, 
the uh, the IQ5 controller. Uh, I'm familiar, of course, with the uh, the IQ4, but uh, mm-hmm. like what uh, what enhancements were made or what the differences are between the two? Okay, yeah, the IQ5 really is. Um, I think it's a real step forward, um, and I think you're going to see, you know, a lot of barbecue places struggling to get some of those um, some of the features that we have in that. The, what I think is probably the biggest feature um, on it and will, you know, take us into the, you know, the next decade kind of thing is that we're able to record the temperature you're cooking at and the internal temperature of your meat as you cook. Um, so at the end of your cook cycle, you walk up, plug a USB port in or a USB thumb drive into it. It downloads the data from that cook. You can stick it in an Excel spreadsheet and print out for your health department how you cook. And that is becoming a major, major issue Um, in a lot of jurisdictions, a lot of health departments. You can't cook overnight unless you can either record the temperature or you have somebody at the pit the entire night. So this allows you to uh, do both. You can load it up, uh, fill up the hopper, Go take a good night rest and then be able to provide the health department with your cooking temperatures and the internal temperatures of meat. I mean, it's fantastic. Yep. Yep. So we think that's one of the huge, you know, the huge things. We've also done a few other things that we think really, um, you know, help um, the marketplace. One of the things that pellets do very, very well is, is that they produce a lot of smoke down at low temperatures. And so a lot of people like to cook you know, start out at a low temperature and then go up to a higher temperature to finish the cook off. But if you're in a restaurant, then you really want that thing to drop into hold so you don't have to be there the minute it gets done. And so this, the IQ5, we have now a smoke mode, a cook mode, and then a hold mode. So you can set a smoke mode. Let's say my, my brisket, how I cook brisket, is I put it in there eight hours at 180 degrees. So that's my smoke mode. I then go to the cook mode, and I cook it for six hours at 225, okay? And then it drops into a hold mode at 140 degrees and sits there until you take it out. And and that's all automatic. You don't All you have to do is set that up to begin with, and it runs right through that cycle for you. Wow. Uh, almost as self-sufficient as it comes. Uh, besides, uh, if it loaded itself, that would be it, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. I assume that's the next uh, the next version of the uh, the FEC 240 is the self loading. <laughs> yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have to start working on that. So, and then the next thing we did with that controller is is that we took and put eight presets on it that are programmable by the customer. So it'll come programmed with uh, with some factory defaults. But you'll be able to go in there and you know if you if you like to smoke your food for six hours and then you know, cook at 250 or, you know, you can set those programs up, have your staff know that, hey, if I load that thing up with briskets, I push button number four and start, and that's all I have to do. Um, and that's that's really big um, for the restaurateur who, you know, has got that 16-year-old kid back there loading up the pit for him. That's right. Uh, Stuart Powell joining me here on the show. Uh, Stuart, before I let you go, anything else new uh, that Cook Shack is working on that you might be able to spill a little of the beans on? Um, you know, we are going to be um, updating the controls. That's kind of our next item on the uh, on the pellet grills. So we're going to um, 
uh, do some control things there that we think will make that a better product and easier for the customer to use. So, um, you mean looking for uh, the PG500 and PG1000 um, have updated controls on those. All right. Uh, you've heard it here first. We have the new FEC 240 with the uh, IQ5 controller. It's out. Uh, you can go to cookshack.com. You can also go to pelletcooker.com or call them. Why not? 800 423 Stuart, always appreciate the conversation and the support of the show. We'll talk soon. Hi, Greg. It's good to talk to you. See you out on the circuit. All righty. There he is. Stuart Powell, ladies and gentlemen. The Cookshack top man. So if you are looking to open up a barbecue restaurant or who knows, and you need some good capacity, it's under $10,000. I mean, you can buy this thing, and you know it's less than some of those big competition pits that you see out there. Why don't you take a picture? Last longer, ha ha. <laughs> My Pee Wee impression. Holler to everybody. Cookshack.com, pelletcooker.com. <laughs> Folks, let me talk to you about the longest running sponsor of the show, the Barbecue Guru. Gang, if you've been thinking about automatic temperature control devices. For your cooker, stop here. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why would you go anywhere else to buy from another company? I don't know. It's insane. Now, maybe you're not familiar with how these little beauties work. I'm not going to get into the minute detail. But imagine a product that allows you to set your pet temperature and one set keeps it running at that set temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. This is real life, and you can take advantage of this technology today. Now, maybe you are a busy working professional. Perhaps you are constantly on the run with kids and doing errands and, quite frankly, just don't have the time to set around and send us 10 pit temperatures. Jeez. The Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs. You're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. There are currently four different models to choose from. You can choose from the wildly popular CyberQ Wi-Fi it generates its own Wi-Fi. You can jump on the Wi-Fi that you have at home. You can be in England and check your pit temperature and brisket internal temperature back in text. You can do that with the CyberQ Wi-Fi. Or if you want to go to the other end of the spectrum, for $149, you can get the Party Q. If it's most cookers, Party Q, easiest point of entry for the pit temperature control device realm. Uh, it is a self-contained package. Runs on AA batteries. Goes from cooker to cooker to cooker. It's great. Affectionately known as the hooker of automatic pit temperature control devices. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to the Barbecue Guru at thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly. 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. That's 800-288-GURU or thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru is a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Steve Ray, the Midnight Oil Man, coming up to recap Warren County Pork Choppers class right after this. Stick around. You'll be right back.
877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. There are two ways to get in touch with me. All right, as promised, joining me now. Somebody fresh out of class. But I'm not talking about a hot high school chick. I'm talking about something better than that. We're talking about Midnight Oil. Steve Ray joining us here on the show. Uh, Steve, hey, how are Greg, you? Hey, how you doing? Doing absolutely fabulous, Steve. I appreciate you making time for the show tonight. Oh, you bet. Glad to do it. And uh, so you have done it. You uh, signed up, paid for, and uh, now are freshly graduated from the Warren County Pork Choppers competition cooking class. So I guess first, I mean, you're a uh, you know kind of a, a journalist of uh, of sorts. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to get your, your overall scope before we get into the blood and guts of the class. You know, uh, what was attendance like? What was the temperature like? What was the ambience like? You know, stuff like that. The uh, attendance, Greg, was fantastic. 70 people. 70? 70 people oh. in that classroom. And um, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Donnie, from the meet and greet all the way to the last hours of that school, it was done professionally. Uh, he his his respect for all people cooking, uh, people like uh, Dan Grease and myself, uh, people that are relatively new to this, all the way up to the seasoned veterans. And I don't want to I don't want to say any names that were there because they you know they may not want me to tell that, so I won't do that. But uh, they they were some really well known people at this uh, school in this class that were taking it. Uh, would you say, media, Steve, would you say they are top men in the industry? Yes, definitely. Uh, Spill, Kingsford, uh, no, hold on a second. Kingsford Charcoal finalists. Spill your guts. Who was there? Nobody. I mean, they paid <laughs> for it. I mean, come on. What do they care? Well, I, um, Malcolm was there. Yeah. Uh, Mark from uh, Sweet Swan of Mine was there. Yeah. Um, you remember the fellow that was on uh, Barbecue Pitmasters? His name was Christopher. He was, in the, he was one of the North Carolina cooks. I don't know if you remember that episode. He was no. there, uh, and several others that you know. I may not know them, but they're very well known in the industry because they all kind of huddled together. Yeah. But um, but I mean they were they're they're I mean you know Malcolm Reed he's big that's yeah, big sure. So yeah. and uh, was he there he was to, to pick up tips or you know was he there just to kind of you know yes. gauge the temperature of who's taking the classes or what? No, Malcolm asked a lot of questions during the uh, during the school. He was there to get information. As a matter of fact, I'll go ahead and say it. Uh, when when Donnie started doing his brisket presentation, Mark Lambert uh, moved to the front of the classroom and stood just to the side of Donnie. He was, you could tell, he was interested in something that Donnie was doing with that brisket. It was like a, it was like people that used to watch. Uh, Tiger Woods putt back in 2000 uh, because he was so good at it back then that, you know, they wanted to, you know, find the secret and uh, it was very attentive. And the, the thing about the class was the, uh, the, 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 the video that, it, that he had, it had a big hundred inch screen television that he projected what he was doing up on it. He had a mirror over his podium uh, where everybody could see the sound system was, second to none it was it was just so so professionally done it was it just uh, you couldn't ask for more i don't see how anybody can improve on it. i really don't wow all right so i'm trying to uh get my stupid 
software to load the pictures that you sent me. And uh, I'm stuck, uh, unbelievably. Uh, so let me see if I can go back and find the pictures that you sent me. Oh, well, all right, here we go. Uh, oh, well, no, then we went right away. Hold on a second. I think we're uh, dealing with some processing power issues. Uh, so how long was the class? Was it one day? Was it two days? Or? No, it was two days. It was a Friday. We got, It started at 3 o'clock, and uh, he, he got right into it. Um, he, he's taught class for a little while and then he had a real nice, uh, welcoming, uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. And after that, uh, he taught, he taught some more and then, uh, they fed a, fed a fantastic, fantastic dinner. And then he taught some more, Greg, we didn't get out of there till, uh, eight o'clock central time. Of course that was nine o'clock. Uh, Dan and mine's time were on, uh, Eastern time zone. So it was a, it was a full day the first day and it started Saturday back at six o'clock in the morning central Ooh. time. He doesn't, he doesn't fool around. He tells you now we're going to be taking these meats out and we're going to start wrapping. And, uh, I want you here at six o'clock. So he, see, he taught, he taught for about an hour and a half before breakfast. And, uh, and we didn't say, and he didn't let us eat, uh, didn't let us, you know, he let us take a little bit of time for breakfast, but it was, uh, he, he was there to teach. He wasn't there to watch us eat food. That's for sure. That's right. Um, all right. So as you look at the first picture here, I assume this is the outside of the the actual that, yeah, classroom. That's his new barn. It's a brand new. We were the first class to participate uh, in a in a class in his barn, and it, it's fantastic. That's <laughs> everybody was taking pictures of his pantry, trying to figure out. You know, there's the there's the secrets right there. <laughs> so if anybody wants to go back and uh, you know uh, record this or or because it didn't perpetuate, there it is. That's all the that's all the stuff he uses, and uh, everything's on that shelf. Uh, there's the uh, class looking at it from where Donnie was speaking uh, towards the back of the class. Uh, you see, he had all the tables laid out. Greg, he even he even he even gave everybody a a notebook that the, his uh, daughters went in here and 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 put the tabs on it for you. You didn't even have to bring your own notebook or pen. He had it. Uh, he had it there for you. He had it broken out into uh, you know general chicken, brisket, ribs. Uh, pork butt and um it's just i mean you, you couldn't ask for anything uh he left no stone unturned as far as uh making you feel comfortable and giving you a learning environment what kind of a price tag uh, comes along with this class it was 750 holy mike and that's just uh steve or that's just for you 750 or you get to bring yeah. you know five people along with you for that price no 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 it was uh 750 for me and it was uh 750 for my partner if uh, donnie's got a deal that if you go with your spouse yeah. or a significant other, um, it's a hundred dollars extra. Uh, he did not buy the, uh, the, uh, explanation that Dan and I were gay. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to, <laughs> I was going to try to sneak Dan in there for a hundred bucks. Yeah. He, he wasn't buying it though. So, wow. That's funny. <laughs> well, you know, we're not, but that's all right. You know, I don't save, care if you save are 650 not. bucks. Who cares? Yeah. I'm here. You. That's, that hey, would be the way to go. Hell yeah. I'm, gay. I'm gay. If you're saving 650 <laughs> bucks, you're damn right. Um, we wasn't buying it, so we we all we spent the full tab. All right, but uh, we saved up for it, and uh, we saved our pennies all year long because we were really anticipating. Now, that's the uh, buffet line right before the uh, heavy hors d'oeuvres. So uh, I'm looking at, uh, and I'm doing some quick math. I, and... I know, yeah, but you know, Greg, you know, back back up just a minute. Yeah, you, you, everybody does that. Every and everybody there was was doing the math, and and it, and you you don't have to be a rocket science to do all the math. The thing is, yeah, you're not, you know, who cares, you know, who cares how much someone makes 
if they provide the customer with a, a learning environment that is that I, I believe is second to none. Now, this is only my second school, but yeah. th- this class was just so professionally done. And we learned so many things that I think put us ahead of the curve that we could not have learned in maybe three years of, of competing on the short schedule like my partner Dan and I do. So it's, it's you know, yeah, yeah, he made some money, and that's good. You know, I, I go to work every day. You go to work every day make yeah. money. So, um, you know, don't don't spend – and I'm not telling you what to do. Please don't think I am. But I'm just saying that that Yuri he makes money, but he's got a tremendous amount invested simply in the infrastructure of this class. He used to have his classes in an older barn, and then he is trying to take this to the next level. And um, Donnie's got a unique uh, a unique um, old way of seeing things. He is really interested in taking the whole barbecue competition scene to the next level. And, and he really does believe that if he trains and teaches people to be better cooks, that the competition will raise and that the, and he's interested in making the prize money of the contest raise. He's really trying to take this thing, uh, you know, to the, uh, you know, a kind of a hyper, you know, kind of like a, a hyper, uh, mode and to get more people involved in it and get more of the poor people, that are involved in it, that are cooking well. Uh, he's a, very, a unique guy, a real, really unique fellow. All right, Steve, now I'm going to finish my statement before you so rudely interrupted <laughs> me and made me sound like I was a shithead. <laughs> what I was going to say is I can do quick math and see the overall total that people are probably going to go, oh, my God, that's probably a lot of money to some people. But do you think that what he charged covers everything that he laid out uh, because, look, what's what's the one thing that competition barbecue is notorious for? Huge outlay of expense, a pittance in return, 98% of teams operating in the red, uh, very few getting any type of uh, black or break even, uh, God forbid. So um, I guess my concern is that even though you're charging X amount, uh, in your estimate, well, and it sounds like you got your money's worth it, so that was the second part of the question. Do you think people feel, felt like they have their money's worth it? But more importantly, as a businessman, as you pointed out, uh, do you think that he was able to, to cover everything and, and was able to make some for himself? Because that's important. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he made some money. But he did, he did cover everything, Greg, and he covered everything. Now, he assumed that everybody in the room knew how to cut meat, so we, he did not spend a whole lot of time uh, on that there on the pork, but he did because there was something special. He wanted everybody to see, but other than that, uh, he assumed everybody knew how to cut meat, cut brisket, do chicken and all that. Yeah. And that was really great. Um, but he covered everything. And I mean, he left no stone unturned. He covered each category. I mean, over and over repeated himself and, uh, really hit the highlights and, uh, was, was really good at saying, now this is important. Make sure you write this down. Uh, this is very important. This 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 ingredient is important. Uh, this is what you're doing wrong if you're doing this. Yeah. Uh, he he, cut, he made a, he did a real good job of covering everything. All right. So here's a picture of what it looks like to be him on stage, and then you got the mirror, yeah. and then the big the big neat? screen. Isn't that neat? He's got the the mirror there, and then he's got the uh, the hundred inch television uh, screen above him, where everybody can everybody could see. There's no definitely nobody who, you know could complain about. Hey, I can't see what's going on. And he and looks like wife, Tracy, he's though. well, uh, well mic'd up. It looks like too. Nice, mm-hmm. uh, nice PA oh, yeah. system in there. 
Yeah, PA was was great. Second to none. He, uh, yeah, everybody everybody could hear him, and um, I mean, you could you could hear everything. I mean, there was nothing. You couldn't have asked for better, you know, as far as a quality technical setting. All right, we're just getting through uh, Looks some like of he's these. Trimming some chicken there. Yeah, uh, just getting through some of these last pictures here. Mm -hmm. uh, I really like the uh, mirror that's above him, so you can kind of see what he's doing there instead of uh, you know just kind of getting that front on shot. That's uh, really helps. He even he even covered making boxes. Yeah, and of course he's got his own um, he's got his own way of doing. Uh, uh, he's a lettuce guy, not a parsley guy. Are you a parsley guy? No, I'm a lettuce guy. All right, I tell you, Rub Bagby. Uh, thanks to Rub Bagby, I, I took his school last June, and and it was a good school too. Don't get me wrong, Rub did a great job. But if it's one thing I did take away from it was getting away from parsley, getting into lettuce. And here's uh, your... here's you and uh, Malcolm Reed. That's Malcolm. Yeah, there's Malcolm. I was I was thrilled to death to meet him, and uh, I, I watched his uh, YouTube videos. That's uh, Steve Upton. That's uh, Donnie's uh, real good friend. He was on the uh, Barbecue Pitmasters episode that Donnie was on. And that's Greg Rempe. Yeah, there's me, and there's uh, Steve Ray. So, uh, I mean, on the whole, it sounds like you had, you know, just a great time. You got to see some people and and meet some uh, some mm -hmm. you know uh, top men, as we had said earlier. Yeah. Um, something uh, class wise that you would recommend uh, unabashedly for people to to take part in. Uh, I mean, the overall class. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. I it's it's worth your it's worth every every penny that we spent going there. It was worth it because uh, you know you've got other expenses. We had uh, we took the uh, we took the Al's Nest Barbecue Motor Coach up there, so we had about you know two hundred dollars in fuel cost too. But we saved a night in the motel too, so it, that worked out okay. But um, but be that as it may, yes, I, I left there feeling like that we got every cent of our money. Really did. All right, uh, Steve, uh, where is your first contest of the year going to be happen? Wait, hey, we're heading down to Calhoun, Georgia, April. I think it's. Oh, the end part of April, just 40, about 45 miles down the road. But uh, now we're doing something neat. Uh, March 6th and 7th, we're going to be in Nashville, and we're going to be at the National Barbecue uh, Convention, yeah. the National Barbecue Association Convention in Nashville at the Music City Sheraton. And we're going to participate in the uh, state cook-off there. Really? The SCA, yes. That, 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 that really intrigues me. Uh, Greg, the, uh, state cook-off thing, you know, a state cook-off is, you know, it can be done in three hours. You don't yeah. need two days. And, uh, our buddy, Chad Ward's going to be there. He's going to be participating in the, uh, celebrity state cook-off Friday night, Saturday, uh, check-in is at 10 meat selection, 10 20 and, uh, appetizer turns in, I think at one and then steak turn in is from three to three thirty. So we're, we're really looking forward to that. What uh, what's top price? What can you walk away with if you win? Uh, two M notes, two thousand dollars. Nice. Yeah, two hundred dollars to enter, two thousand dollars to win. That's right. So nice. uh, we're we're you know Nashville's just up the road from us. So it's only two miles from here. So we're uh, we're excited about that. We're really excited about that. All right, Steve Ray is uh, joining me here, recapping the Warren County Pork Choppers class. Of course, pitmaster of Owls Nest Barbecue, and uh, you can find him at uh, Midnight Oil Steve Ray on the Facebook. Uh, Steve, always appreciate the time and uh, appreciate the insight and candor on the class, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey, he did. Hey, real quick, Ray. He yep. did uh, give us a secret ingredient. You know, everybody's looking for that secret ingredient. I was going to – you know, it would be wrong for me to share that because it's, it is proprietary information. It would be unfair to all the people in the class that, that paid to get that. But I can tell you one thing. Now, hold on a second.
It's from Spain. You're you're gonna. It's from Spain. You're gonna tease I won't tell you the product. You're gonna tease like that, and then you're not gonna give it up. It's from Spain. Spain. So you can go to Google. Spanish fly. I knew it. Get it in Spain. All right, uh, Steve. Always appreciate the time, man. Thanks. Greg, thank you so much. You got it. There he is, Steve Ray, Owls Nest Barbecue, and a fresh graduate. I'm a high school graduate of Warren County Pork Choppers Competition Barbecue Class. Very exciting. And a quality review, I might add. So, you know, 750 bucks. There's uh, other classes out there that cost 750 bucks too, that I don't think get as rave a review. So, oh, I knew it. All right, uh, Cook Shack is the only manufacturer of commercial pellet smokers and is happy to announce the release of the Fast Eddies by Cook Shack. We just talked about the FEC 240 fixed shelf pellet fired smoker oven. It will have commercial kitchens excited over its authentic wood flavor, small footprint, and large capacity. The authentic wood flavor and heat are achieved by 100% food grade pellets by a fully automated wood pellet system. Pellets eliminate large heat fluctuations that dry and shrink meat. The smoker does not require gas. Simply plug it in and outlet, or sorry, plug it into an outlet and run the IQ5 controller. Add pellets, and it is ready to make delicious barbecue and smoked food. Worrying about getting a large rotisserie through the front door of a kitchen? One less thing you have to worry about with this unit: restaurants, food trucks, caterers, delis, and other commercial kitchens. We'll have the ability to set a smoker up, leave, and come back in the morning with a day's worth of smoked barbecue ready to go. The FEC 240 can hold up to 250 pounds of meat. In the eight shelves spaced five inches apart, the new IQ5 controller allows for up to three stages of cooking, including smoke, cook, and hold. The smoke stage adds the meat. Uh, While the hold stage allows the meat to stay hot while sitting in the smoker, Until the food is ready to be served, consistency is easier than ever to achieve. It features an offset firebox and a convection fan to circulate smoke and heat for steady temperatures throughout the unit. Any member of the kitchen staff can load it, cook, and unload the smoker without the need of a champion pitmaster. The FEC 240 is NSF, USDA approved, a Warnsock, Hershey, and ETL listed commercial cooking equipment in the United States and Canada. Cook Shack, located in Ponca City, Oklahoma, manufactures commercial residential smoker ovens, pellet grills, and charboilers featuring stainless steel construction, spin glass insulation, and electric temperature controls. Visit them at cookshack.com, or you can call them toll-free 800-423-0698 and dial extension 201. That's extension 201, uh, or visit cookshack.com. All right, uh, we are back to wrap the show, kind of, right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. Let me get these in real quick. Suckle Busters. That's right, folks. Products preferred by competition barbecue cooks. Texas-based, 100% made in the USA. Introduced first product to Barbecue Central over seven years ago. Won hundreds of industry awards, including two first place at the American Royal Barbecue Sauce Contest, the World Series of Barbecue Competition. 
used by backyarders and competition barbecue cooks across the country. Original barbecue sauce, the original, literally hundreds of awards garnered. Honey barbecue sauce uses a finishing sauce and glaze by competition cooks. Hog Waller, a number one seller, perfect on competition pork and ribs. Competition barbecue rub, traditional style, very mild and savory with excellent on beef. Got Clucker Duster barbecue rub, Sweet Heat Chipotle chicken barbecue rub. New products for this year. Wild Wang Fang, Wild Fang Wild Game Rub, I mean. Black pepper-based rub, also awesome on ribs. SPG, premium blend of salt, pepper, and garlic. And bam, Habanero Barbecue Rub. Super hot, super sweet. Now, where can you get Suckle Buster? Great question. Available at over 300 retailers nationwide. Check your local barbecue shop. Retail locator on the Suckle Busters website or order online at SuckleBusters.com. You can also get it on Amazon. You can call them at 972-393-9509. You can also email sales at SuckleBusters.com. Like their Facebook page, SuckleBusters. And you can visit them on their form, TheTexasBBQForum.com. Check them out and see why Suckle Busters means busting with flavor. Also, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. You know, he's my guy. If you're going to buy jewelry over the next couple weeks for Valentine's Day, this is the guy you got to go to. Call him, 440-943-2700. Tell him you're a barbecue brother or sister. He will hook you up. He will ask you the right questions. He's not going to steer you in any wrong ways or just try and upsell you just because he wants to take your money. No, none of that horse patoot. Look first, stephendefranco.com, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, stephendefranco.com. And then call him, 440-943-2700. You will see firsthand why he is the only person that I will buy any kind of jewelry with. Don't feel like I'm getting taken. StephenDeFranco.com. And by Butcher Barbecue, always thinking of the ways to help make the barbecue and grilling game easier. Of course, known for the injections, the pork, the beef, the prime, the bird booster. All available for sale right now. ButcherBarbecue.com. You have the go-to rubs and sauces. You have the steak and brisket rub. You have the honey rub. Try the premium rub, especially if you inject with butchers because it's formulated to work with the injection, a perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Last but not least, Butcher's Barbecue Sweet Barbecue Sauce. Everybody knows I'm picky when it comes to the barbecue sauce. No liquid smoke. I suggest buying a bottle of six. It's going to go very quickly. No worries about breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. Between uh, $8, uh, up to $55 in bill, it ships for $8.50. Between $55 and $200, ship at $9.75. Anything over $200 ships for free. So my suggestion, buy $200 and one cent of something so you can get the shipping for free. Very easy to do over there. Lots of stuff that you can buy and love. That's why I tell you, head on over to ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. And you will be very happy that you did it. Tell them we sent you on the Barbecue Central Show sent you. Don't forget the trade-in link, too. If you have a bad injection from somebody else, you can trade it in. Get the good stuff from Dave. The way it send you back at your behest what you want. Now you're happy. The wife's happy because you didn't waste money. All that good stuff. ButcherBBQ.com. And now we will wrap the show all the way back in the beginning of the show one hour ago. We talked with Stuart Powell, the uh, head man over at Cookshack, cookshack.com, pelletcooker.com. Talked about the new FEC 240. So if you are in the restaurant business, 
You're looking for a pellet-driven cooker, I highly suggest the FEC 240. Got the new IQ5 controller as well. Going to be great. Also, we talked with Steve Ray from Midnight uh, Midnight Oil. Steve Ray from Owl's Nest Barbecue, recapping the Warren County Pork Choppers uh, Barbecue Competition cooking class. Well worth it. Big names in the industry there, getting lessons. Fun time had by all, but a lot of school talk. Let's just say he went to school. Uh, we will return for a full show next Tuesday. Until then, if you have raw cast iron, it re-season it each and every time. Little Pam, little Crisco, let it burn back in as it cools down. Generations of rust-free service. Also, September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host, proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. Good night now.